You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 119. Take care of your garden. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hello, friends. Welcome back to another week. Anybody here love to garden? I know I have a lot of other hippies that listen to this podcast, which I love when I, I love when I get to talk to you guys and you're like, have you ever heard of this? And I'm like, Oh queen, I do. And I love it. Um, so anyway, I'm more curious here who loves to garden. I I'm okay with it. I don't think I would say I have a green thumb. I have killed some house plants, but I do better with outdoor plants. I've noticed, but I, I like gardening. I think it's a fun hobby and it's been fun. Briggy and I, have um he's really into it so we it's been fun to have a kid who likes it with me so we have some tomato plants he likes to call them tomato plants from peter rabbit and so we have tomato plants that are doing pretty well and some of our lettuce is doing well um we got to eat some of our strawberries and all those fun things and our zucchini like all zucchini plants are humongous (laughs) he was doing a little experiment to see how big he can get one so he's super excited about that but it's been super fun. We go and check on it a lot and he gets really excited to show me different things. So if you like gardening, gardening, what is one of the first things you need to do when you are getting ready to garden? You have to prepare the soil. You clear the weeds. Maybe you put down some fertilizer, chicken poop. I do chicken poop, compost, whatever, and prepare the soil to be very rich, right? And a lot of this preparation doesn't always happen in the spring. Sometimes it happens um, in the fall, like I'll clean out my chicken coop and I'll mix that all into the dirt so that it's composting all winter long, right? And then till it up again and get it, um, my, my dirt as great as possible, a nutrient as rich as possible so that it is prepared for the next season. So what would happen if you tried to plant your seeds in a weed infested area? You probably know the answer to this. Your seeds would not grow or they wouldn't grow very well because of the weeds. The weeds would choke them out or absorb some of the nutrients or take some of the things and your garden and your seeds just wouldn't do very well. So then what is great when you have cleared the land it planted your crops. All it takes is a little bit of maintenance to keep your garden weed free. We can actually get away with just weeding once a week and keep our gardens really, really weed free. And we can even do things like putting grass clippings in between plants. And then we don't even have to weed those types of areas. So our brains are like a garden. And so many times I see amazing mamas try to plant seeds of good thoughts and feelings into their garden, their brain, on weeds of their negative beliefs. And guess what happens? Those new positive beliefs that they're trying to have, those positive affirmations that they're trying to create, they will not grow because they are being planted over weeds. So the idea, the thought seems like a really good idea, right? That like, I want to have this belief. I want to believe I'm awesome and amazing and all these things. But if I have this underlying thought, 
that is still there, that weed, then it will never really take root, right? I'm just going to keep throwing new seeds on there. We're like, okay, I'm awesome. Didn't work. I need to do like, I am, I'm okay. And see if that will work. And, and maybe I need to say like, I'm not the worst all the way, right? Like, but I'm still throwing seeds on weeds and nothing can grow in a big garden of weeds except for more weeds. So I've been working with this really awesome client and she has been telling me all the amazing things she wants to grow in her metaphorical garden, the relationship she wants to create, the person she knows she has the potential to be. And she um, could not believe in herself to actually get started to create it. So she's created this vision. She's created the thoughts and the, the things that she knows she wants, and she keeps trying to plant them on weeds and it stops her. So through coaching, I helped her find what her weed was. And her weed is, my family deserves better. Has anybody ever had this thought, this weed, terrible thought? And I don't mean terrible, you're a terrible person for thinking it. I mean terrible in a way that it's not going to help you create momentum moving forward. So this thought completely stops her. She makes a little bit of progress, right? If you've ever planted and, and a little bit of a plant will start to grow and you get all excited. And then this thought would pop back up of, oh, your family deserves so much better. And what would happen is those weeds were so big and strong, she would end up having full-blown panic attacks. Like, I can't do, you're right, my family does deserve better. They, like, I am the worst. They, I, I shouldn't even be doing this. What am I doing? So she keeps trying to plant a garden over this weed of a thought instead of, just pulling out the weed. Those of you who have ever weeded, and I would assume probably everybody here in their life has at least pulled one weed, know that some weeds are easier to pull than others. So some thoughts can just pop right out like, oh, this isn't serving me. I remember the first time um, I got coached on scheduling of just feeling overwhelmed with my schedule. And like, I have so much to do. That was my thought. It's a really good go-to thought for me of like, oh, I just have so much to do. And that was really easy for me to change that. Like I have plenty of time. I can make anything fit in a schedule. So I remember that was a really easy thought for me. But then we have some of these really deep rooted thoughts. And if you've ever had a weed that like weed you can't get, so you just kind of pull off the top so the dirt looks good, um, but the root is still there, right? So this thought that she's had of my family deserves better, she keeps kind of chopping away at the leaves a little bit, but she never focuses on that root and getting that thought out of there. So how does one start the process of pulling out these negative weeds, these negative thoughts? So the very first thing you have to do is you have to be aware of them. So if you are not even aware of what the negative thought is, that's step one, because if you don't know what the thought is, you don't know what weed to pull, right? And so this is what something you can do through journaling or through your cool, awesome life coach, right? Of like, I don't know, why am I stuck? And usually there's a there's a really deep thought in there. Like I'm going, I know a lot of people have the worry, like I'm going to mess up my kids. That's a really deep rooted thought. I'm going to mess up my kids. I shouldn't homeschool them. I'm going to mess them up, right? So you can do this through journaling or your awesome life coach. Um, some people can simply take a thought and just by bringing awareness to it, know that they don't want it anymore. Just like what happened with my thought of time, of bringing awareness of like, this is a choice to be overwhelmed. I was like, oh, then I don't want this anymore. I'm done. Others need to work on it a little bit more. 
and you can do this through meditation. So you can metaphorically, like in meditation, picturing yourself pulling out this thought every day and weeding your brain garden, right? And letting go of this and turning it over. Like I'm throwing this out. This thought is going in the garbage. An affirmation, right? I let this thought go. This thought has no power over me anymore. Coaching, tons of prayer, love prayer. Um, with this client, what we also did is we wrote down a counter list, almost like a counter attack and all the reasons why this thought isn't even true. Because sometimes when we have a thought that was so deep rooted like this one, which is like, it's just true. I am terrible. My family does deserve better. So we had to write down a list of all the reasons why her family was lucky to have her. And it was so interesting because it was hard for her to get started. So once we got her started and got her going, then she finally was able to think of some things. So now she has a game plan. When this thought comes back up, she is going to read this list and tell that thought that it is a lie. This thought is not true. So she's weeding this garden until this weed doesn't keep trying to grow back, right? She just keeps doing these things. She has meditation. She has some really good habits in place, but she has to attack this specific thought at the root of it. Like this is a lie. It is not true. I am an awesome mom. My family is so lucky to have me. And here's this huge list why and start attacking him. So if you are struggling to get to your new healthy thought or to get it to grow, it may be time to take a look at some of the weeds in the way and make sure you're getting rid of them first. Friends, have a beautiful day and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.